This is refreshing. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Quick and cheap decor refreshers. And don't we love something simple that we can do in an afternoon or maybe in 10 minutes that just gives our house a fresh feel? Oh, yeah. Quick, fun, easy, and yeah, just give your home a new look. Mm -hmm. It can be hazardous, though, because I did move some chairs around and I decided that I had some chairs in a place they really shouldn't be. And I just threw them up in the hallway upstairs and I was told that they were a hazard. Well, yes, a hazard. I (laughs) Because I hadn't had time to put them anywhere yet. Right. They were in transition. I know. I know. So, yeah. Well, you know what this episode is really about in a sense is taking those blinders off and just taking a good look and shaking it up a little bit. Like you're saying about these chairs, like they just landed there. But I mean, yes, you're not going to leave chairs in your hallway, but lots of things land places and we don't really like where they are, but they're just there or something's been there for a long time. So it just stays there. When you open up your eyes and you take those blinders off and you really start to look around, there might just be things that you need to take away or dust off, or just move to a different spot. You don't have to go out and spend any more money. You don't have to buy anything new. So it it might be a lot of taking away, rearranging, and and maybe you want to update a little something here and there. But we're going to give you some ideas today on quick and cheap refreshers that are really going to make an impact in your decor. Well, and it's interesting that you're talking about a lot of this has to do with simply moving things around. When I first started decorating, and i found something that looked good in a room. I was afraid, Kelly, to move anything because I thought it looked so good. And I thought if I mess with this, I just can't make it look this good again. Now I'm in a position where I am moving things every week. Something is moved. And it's interesting because sometimes when I move things around, it looks better. Sometimes it looks worse. But here's, here is what does happen. Always. I always learn something. I mm-hmm. always get a better perspective on what's working and what's not working. And here's the other beauty of it. If you take a picture of it before, take a picture of it after and then compare them. And if you've got a lot of stuff in some particular bookcase and you're afraid you're going to not like the new way you have it, take a picture of the old way so that you can put it back the way it was if you want to. But my, my thought is when you move things around, you're going to like the new look. And you're going to play around with it till you do really like it. I am smiling when you're saying this because it is so true. I, you know, I it felt like I, oh, I nailed it. And it, when I first started really, really, really getting into decorating, uh, my vignettes were really elaborate. You know, I'd be like, oh, this acorn is just the perfect angle. It's just and I'm just going to leave right that. Way. Yeah, right. so it's just like that. And then I'm going to take out my tripod and I'm going to take some photos of it. And, and I'm never going to move that because I could never possibly get that acorn in that same mm-hmm. angle. Mm-hmm. Again, and it would, you know, it would stay there the whole season and I would want no one to shake the table kind of thing. And I didn't have the confidence just to be like, yeah, roll that, (laughs) roll on that acorn along because I know I can achieve that, a look that I will like again in a different way at a different spot tomorrow or next week or next season or what have you. So there's the confidence level. And then another thing to mention when we're talking about this is, I always find it amazing. I guess it's just human nature, right? You you get something 
and you just feel like, oh, that looks so dang good. And I just love it. And it's all working together and it's not too much. It's not too little. And the colors are working and you step back and you're like, yes, you know, whether it be a bookshelf or what, whatever it is you've created. But then at some point, you know, it's usually several months later, you're like, I am so tired of that. Or oh, exactly. I can't even believe I think that looked good. <laughs> well, and, it, and, and sometimes it's not that it looked bad, but you really need to change things around because you'll yeah. get bored with it. Right. And it may not even be that it looks better, but it's just different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of days that's worth it because I think we do get bored. If it's your house, you're there all the time, right. every day in most cases. And you want to get excited about life. You want to feel refreshed. And there's nothing refreshing, I think, about seeing the same thing all the time. You want to change things up a little bit. Yes. Do you agree, Anita? A lot of it is, and I think you will because you're the queen of giving us some empty space. Sometimes you just want to take stuff away. I would say most of the time. (laughs) Not that I'm opposed to buying things. We know that's not true. Right. Definitely. If you, I, so if mm-hmm. you took some things away and you gave your rooms a little more space to breathe or your vignettes just have too many bits and bobs, try that. And then there are some other things that are sort of notorious that people have a blind eye to, blind eye coupled with sentimentality with this particular item. It's picture frames. Oh, and mm-hmm. oftentimes it's picture frames. Obviously there's picture frames and I would say nine times out of 10, there's people in them you love and you want to see right. or places you've been that you uh, enjoy or some sort of memory, right? So that's all mixed in. But here's the thing. The picture can remain. But if you've got picture frames that summer polished nickel and summer gold and one of them is made of resin, maybe it's time to unify those, call them out and decide the ones that you're going to keep, decide the pictures that you're going to keep. And maybe you put them all in frames that match. Okay, Kelly, this is dangerous territory and you know why. Why? A lot of these pictures were gifts and the frame was part of the gift. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just think about it. So got any, any thoughts there? Well, you know, what what does Marie Kondo say? (laughs) Just because someone gave it to you. But also if you've had it for an extended period of time, you've given it its day in the spotlight, maybe it's time to change things up a little. I'm just saying. Or maybe you move that to a different place. It's not on your piano. The other thing is too, like sometimes... And this is really awful. Let me just be really awful, awful. Oh, good. I'm glad you're doing it. Okay. Sometimes the pictures in the frames date the whole decor. I I just, okay. (laughs) Truth be told, there was a house that I love around the corner and there was an open house, which to me means come on in and poke around and see if you get some decorating (laughs) ideas. So in I went on Sunday and I looked around and... Oddly enough, because most real estate agents have you take away all your personal things. And see, that does personal things don't really bother me at all. I kind of like that. Like, I'm clearly the odd bird out when well, you know, yeah, I am definitely a little strange with I'm like, no, the dirtier, the uglier, you know, give it to me. I'm like the Statue of Liberty of real estate, like, bring it to me, everybody. I don't care. I'll take care of it. But these people had giant pictures of themselves 
skiing and doing all these sporty activities. But all the pictures almost look like they were kind of like ads from the early 80s. It just So they were all professionally taken. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but they were in like these ski outfits that mm-hmm. you were like, oh, that's 1982 kind of ski outfit or whatever. It just made it, – it made the entire space feel dated. Well, as a portrait photographer, I have tons of portraits of my girls that I took yeah. when they were little. And I think I've taken all of them down because I felt like – I'm not getting rid of the pictures. These are pictures of my girls. I love them. They're special for me. And if you want to keep up – portraits like that. I think that's fine. But for me, I felt like there were too many mm-hmm. and I felt like it did kind of have a, a just not a up-to-date look. Uh, so I I took most of those down. Yeah. Now we realized this could be a controversial topic. I did not throw the photos out. I still have them. I've right. saved them. Right. And as you said, and really what I started out was very innocent. It's just your picture frames. <laughs> Right. So well, think about and the picture frames. But here's the thing with those frames is, and I do this with other things too, is you, you can have a little box that you put these sort of things in and you can put them there for like a year or perhaps it's two or three months. If nobody notices after a couple of months, I say you can ditch it. <laughs> if they don't know, if they don't notice, then you can, you know, I may uh, or may not have done that with the marginal just, stuffed animals if that you no have one really some friend, wanted, but we had. Mm-hmm. I I just know a friend of mine, when we had some sentimental things here that were just too much, she said, I'm going to take this off your hands. <laughs> I don't know what, what a she good did friend. with it. But then I could honestly say, I don't know what happened. She took those out to the woods for you. <laughs> They've been set free. Okay. They're well, on a farm now. Right, right. They're being taken care of <laughs> on a farm with other mismatched frames, and they're all happy together. Yes. We're not mean, and you know it, but just think about that. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Okay. Lampshades. Okay, lampshades just, you know, they're very, they're functional, obviously, right? Everybody, you need a lampshade if you have a lamp. But sometimes the lampshade has overstayed its welcome. It could be, if it was a white, it could be yellowing. It can be dusty. It can even, they're pretty fragile. It could even get dented. And they look, sometimes they're really dated looking. And sometimes they're dated looking. Yes. Yeah. And that can really date your whole decor. Even though you might not notice them because you're they're your lampshades and you're seeing them every day. They're kind of big. They're definitely going to make some sort of impression on your overall look. So this is taking the blinders off. Go look at your lampshades. There are a lot of cooler lampshades out there. Well, the thing I love about this is some of these lamps were, a lot of times people spend money on their lamps, but the beauty of it is often the lamp is not what needs to be replaced, simply the lampshade. And nine times out of 10, changing out the lampshade is much cheaper cheaper than changing out the entire lamp. So it's such a beautiful way to refresh a lamp. And you and I both love vintage lamps. And I always change out the lampshades because they're always dated. Oddly enough, I think that's why the people sell them because they look dated. And I don't think it occurred to them, oh, I can just change the lampshade and yes, there you go. Yes, because they think of it as one unit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we don't because see. We don't and neither do you. Mm-mm, exactly. Um, the other silk lampshades. Now they may have been expensive in their day. They may still look pretty good. You know, they've been dusted and cared for and not faded or anything like that. But still, silk lampshades, you know, the you, you're picturing the one I'm talking about. Mm, you know, I'm in not your head, everybody exactly can see you. that lampshade. 
that is a very dated look. So even if you decided not to to get rid of them, you could put them with the frames in the garage for a little while and see what happens. No, because maybe, you know, someday you'll be like, wow, you know, I really want to bring back those. I'm picturing like the ones that have like, and they would have that braided cording like running down the spine of them. Like those are old fashioned looking. I love natural woven shades. I love wicker ones. I love burlap shades. I love drum shades. I, you know, I'm loving all of them for now. And that really changes up your look. Even in my entryway, I have that one lamp on the entry table and I have water hyacinth shade. And so it's that woven, it's kind of like thick woven, uh, natural woven. Kind of like a burlap that look? Is that what you mean? No, it's not burlap. It's like really kind of chunky. You've seen oh, it. Oh, it's like though the rattan ones kind of looking. Yeah. It's or, not, or wicker almost. A right. But it's not wicker. It's, it's, it's water almost seagrassy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah, seen yeah, those, yeah. of course. Ballard yes, has yes, those. They're lovely. You'll see them mm-hmm. at home goods. So mm-hmm. I have that, you know, pretty much all the time on my entryway. So I took that one off and I just put a black shade on there. Wow. It really changed oh, the look of shades. the entryway. Well, they're the classics. Yeah, so that was great. So, you know, and it really blended much nicer with the wintertime feeling that I was trying to have going on. So even if it's a seasonal thing, you could change out your lampshades. Mm-hmm. Well, we've touched on this one before, but I think this one deserves a second look. And that is those faux plants that are, they don't look real. And or, or or at one point they did, and then they they just got dusty, and they weren't maybe weren't cared for right. Yeah, or a little squanched. Yeah, so faux plants, faux flowers, but if they don't look real, listen to our faux uh, flower and plant episode. Take a look at my YouTube. You can see some examples of really well done. Right, uh, we're not saying florals. don't have the faux, but just be careful about the ones you choose. Yeah, no, I'm definitely pro faux mm-hmm. now. I've, yeah, I've changed too. my mind. Unhealthy real plants too. Yeah. You know, at some point you might just give up the fight. You know, sometimes a plant is just not going to be happy where you have it. And if you've, you know, maybe if you overwatered it once, that's fine. You can usually bring it back. Try that uh, stuff I told you guys about Thrive. I can put that in the show notes too. It's a little liquid food for your indoor plants try that. But if it's been like six months and it's just not looking great, again, that's just a downer on your decor and also kind of depressing. Like who wants to look at it like that? Or plants that like the pythos and things that grow really long and people let the vine too long. And so then it's just all sort of stretched out and there's no- Leggy. Yeah. Too leggy. Yeah. Leggy looks Mm -hmm. like Just clip them. I you know, like you might feel, oh, I don't want to clip them. It looks so healthy. If you twirl them all around, it's like a it's like a man doing like the dewlap wrap. Like, no, like the comb over. Don't do the comb over on your plants. <laughs> right. Just cut them. And then when you cut them, they will naturally get fuller again. Because they want to grow. Yes. If they're happy, they're gonna to want to grow. And then just keep clipping them. And if you clip them, they're like oh, finally they catch on. They're like, oh, she doesn't want me to get longer. She wants me to get fuller. Got it. And then they'll you'll have a nice fuller plant that rather than this draggy leggy thing. Yeah, we dropped a door on a plant of ours when we were first married, and we just thought, well, mm. that's not so good. But it actually just cut it back. We cut it back <laughs> and it was the healthiest plant for a long time. <laughs> so it's it was a like, unique oh, you actually pruning method. It was. <laughs> you, you remove a door from the interior and then you drop it on your plants. 
I know we weren't the most careful. What can I say? Uh, what about think about your tables? We usually have a table runner or tablecloth or placemats on our table, and that's such a simple, fun way to change those out. You can just change them out probably with something you have in your house. Uh, you can go buy something new. Here are another a few ideas with that. I do not limit just tablecloths, table runners, and what did I say? Table runners, tablecloths, and placemats. Mm-hmm. I don't just use those things on my table. I kind of have opened up my mind to other things that can act as a tablecloth. So I sometimes use throws. Uh, for a tablecloth, I have used the Turkish towels. And you can even use a clean, small rug that's very thin. Um, Wow. Yes, a tapestry. There are a beautiful, I used to buy fabric remnants and then sew the edges over so that you don't see those. Hem them. And I use those for tablecloths all the time. Usually they're inexpensive because it's just a remnant. And depending on the width of your table, I had an especially wide table, so the 54-inch was not wide enough. But most tables these days are narrow enough that you wouldn't have to add any fabric. Because I used to have to add fabric on the ends, but I don't have to Mm -hmm. do that anymore. Yeah. And I don't even – I mean, obviously a runner, you don't want it to be – short on either end. That looks weird. But right. if you're doing you know, like a square piece in the center and even kind of get like you ruche it up a little bit, if you've got something, I think that looks pretty. I don't think you need, you don't need to have a full on tablecloth that's covering every bit of the wood. Right. Well, that's what I do actually. It Usually the tablecloths are not big enough for me to go the length of the table. I actually right. turn them the other way so that you see the ends of each of my table. Yeah. I think that's a, uh, that's end a of the refresh. Table. I think that's mm-hmm. a fresh look. Right. Yeah. But so, you know, just kind of change out that fabric, put some, change out the cushions at your chairs at the table, put some pillows in the chairs. There's so many fun things you can do. You can put a a grain sack in the center and use that as a table runner. Oh, yeah. I love those grain sacks. I don't, I'm never going to stop loving those. (laughs) I have quite a stack. I know. I I just know I'm never going to stop loving them. And they're harder and harder to find. I don't know if you've noticed that. I have something really exciting to share with everybody. It's our new sponsor. How are you feeling today? If the answer is anything less than great, it's time to learn more and demand better for your body. Take control of your health and your well-being with an at-home lab test from EverlyWell. EverlyWell offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted, physician-reviewed results. You can choose from tests including food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid, and more. EverlyWell ships your test straight to your door with everything you need for a simple sample collection. Return the test to a certified lab with a prepaid shipping label. Then your physician-reviewed results and insights are sent to your device in just days. Over 1 million people have trusted EverlyWell with their at-home lab testing, including me. I took the metabolism test. I started a new workout program. I wanted to see if I was jump-starting my metabolism. The test was easy to use, quick, and I received really useful information. EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash DTT. That's everlywell, E-V-E-R- 
L-Y-W-E-L-L dot com slash D-T-T for 20% off your at-home lab test. Bring home the joy with Joybird. Joybird is committed to creating quality furniture and a more sustainable future. Modern, customizable furniture for every space and it's available in a variety of vibrant, durable fabric options. And Guess what? Joybird's semi-annual sale is going on now. Choose from over 18,000 customization options or browse the curated collections to find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style. I am eyeing the Orla Accent Chair. It is the sexiest chair I've ever seen. And I don't think I can resist it any longer. And with the sale going on, I don't think I'm going to. You can even receive a free fabric swatch kit to feel the fabrics before you buy. Joybird's design specialists are standing by to make your vision a reality for free. Joybird has quality craftsmanship, stain and scratch resistant fabrics, and limited lifetime warranty. Joybird furniture can handle anything that you and your family can throw at it, literally. Joybird also has a 90-day return policy. It's not everything that you hope for. You can send it back. Create a space that brings you joy with Joybird. Visit Joybird, that's J-O-Y-B-I-R-D dot com slash D-T-A-T and get 30% off your purchase. That's 30% off at joybird.com slash D-T-A-T. No one wants to cut corners on what's really important. And there are few things that matter more than a good night's rest. And your sheets are an essential part of getting a good night's rest. So if you dream of comfortable sheets at a price that won't keep you up all night, look no further than Bowl and Branch. 100% organic cotton sheets made in a toxin-free process. They are everything you'd want in a cotton sheet and so delightful to slip between. I have a set and they're fabulous. They also come in a variety of colors and sizes from Twin up to California King. To experience the best cotton sheets you've ever felt, choose Bolin Brand. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and free returns. DTT listeners get an exclusive 15% off their first set of sheets with the promotion code DTT at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowl, B-O-L-L, and branch.com using the promotion code DTT for 15% off your first set of sheets. For 50 years, Somfy has been designing and manufacturing motorized solutions for interior and exterior windows and so much more. From shades, blinds, drapes, awnings, rolling shutters, exterior screens, and pergolas, Somfy creates beautiful, reliable, and sustainable solutions for your home. Motorizing your window coverings with Somfy is the perfect solution to so many issues. From those gorgeous but really hard to reach high up windows, you know, the ones with the arches, and all those windows that are just a little hard to get to, Somfy solves the problem. You can also save money by saving energy. The cordless feature gets rid of those unsightly cords, and you can also protect your furniture from UV rays. Somfy can also be part of your smart home, regulate it from your phone, your tablet, or even voice control from Alexa. So head over to somfysystems.com slash podcast to get more info. Again, it's somfy, S-O-M-F-Y, systems.com slash podcast. Okay, here's one. Take it as you will, everyone. It's just a suggestion if you want to. If you got your blinders off and you're looking around, maybe you want to move away from those earth tones a little bit. You know, maybe- They just came in. Well, no, (laughs) no. If you haven't done like something like, yeah, but let's just stop there. 
nothing <laughs> comes back the same way it was. Okay, I'm trying to gently say if you're still in Tuscany, it's time. Oh, Tuscany. Right. Yeah. Because even if you're like, hey, look, these colors are coming back, they're not coming back the same way you did them. Okay, fair enough. Don't you think? Uh, I think that is correct. But <laughs> my caveat is, well, and, and if you don't think it's correct, you can email Kelly at mysoulfulhomegmail.com. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just hesitate a little bit when we when we say stuff like that, just because we do encourage people to have their own personal color palettes. So if the red and the yellow is just your colors and... Oh. That is just who you are. Then, then I am not going to be the one to say get rid of it. But if that's your signature look, keep it for sure. Z need a jean. That okay. is our motto. Okay. I'm saying if someone is had now removed their blinders to seeing what was actually in their home, and they're like, Ugh, oh, right, right. Then here's yes. a way to do it. Oh, but okay. if you're like, I love this. This is me. Awesome. Right, right, right. And this is really. More so about kind of looking at what you're in your home with fresh eyes and not so much to, is this hot right now or not, but is this still feeling fresh for me? And I think we do buy things sometimes and then don't, we love it when we buy it. And then we don't think about it again for 20 years. And then suddenly we look around and realize, oh my goodness, I bought that because it was trendy 10 years ago and it's no longer trendy and I no longer like it. Then if that's the case, Move it on out the door. Okay. Consider painting your stained wood cabinets. Okay. I said it. Oh. <laughs> okay. You know, I got in trouble for saying I wanted to paint my stained cabinets and calling them dated. You did? I did. Because somebody said, but those look like mine. So basically uh, I was, I, I just like, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm talking about mine. <laughs> and I'm talking about me in my house. I know. This has nothing to do with you. Well, you can, apparently, if you love it, we mm-hmm. love that you love mm-hmm. it and we support you with the love. Right, 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 right. But hey, we don't have to talk about it anymore, but you might want to consider it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I think it's something to think about. But again, it's personal preference. And if you were hiring it done, if you're having your cabinets refaced, it's not a cheap thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's going to be something that you'll have to work into your budget probably. Right. Or... Uh, you could do like many of our listeners and readers have done, and you can do it yourself. Yeah. Another idea I love, because there are so many people that don't like their sofas, but it's another one of those things that can be an expense. And the other option for replacing it, if you're tired of looking at it, is to get a really cool throw. And I don't mean a small throw. I mean a really large throw. Something probably more on the size of a bedspread mm-hmm. and drape that over your sofa. I think I've seen it done so many times in these older homes and a lot of English homes. Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful look. It's kind of a slouchy, comfy look, mm-hmm. but it's one that really is charming that I'm very drawn to. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that look is really appealing too. I get the whole you know, like you're in this estate home for the weekend and kind of feeling thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, so does the coverage go over the arms in your scenario or does it just go over the back cushions and the seats? No, I think it's just going to go over the back and the seats. I think once you get start extending it to the arms, it's going to start looking very messy. So I wouldn't do that. This is what I must live with with my doggies because I don't want my three friends on my sofa. And that's where they like to look out the window. Well, you could easily just do something just across the seat cushions. 
you may not even need anything along the back. No, no, no. They like to sit on the back and look out the window. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes they lay on the cushions. And then sometimes- Are they, they on the arms? Oh, yeah. Sometimes they're on the arms. Okay. Well, here's your- Okay. So here's here's actually- I know. I probably shouldn't even say this. Oh, my goodness. It makes me sound so weird. I actually have a cotton rug draped mm-hmm. across the back of- My sofa is slip-covered. Right. But I have a, cre- a white or cream and blue striped cotton rug draped over the back, kind of like a throw. Then I have- uh, Pillows, and then I have two throws over each arm. Just because we have a lot of throws, mm-hmm. and that are kind of the same color as the slip cover, so you can do throws over the arms. Just kind of make it the same color as your sofa, and I don't think people will even. It won't be so obvious. Yeah, that's what I do. I have a big gray blanket of sorts, and then a throw on the other side because I I need to find something or make something that fits that covers the whole thing well, just um, make it yeah and if you make it something really pretty then it, it looks like it's a it's meant as a decorative element right. rather than protective yes covering. exactly exactly but uh, you know i love my dogs and i so i put up with it but when they go grooming the first thing i do is take all that stuff off wash it and then i i put all my pillows out oh. <laughs> I just, and then I, I can't come up with reasons to walk through the room for the several hours they're gone you okay so that your doggies you know, yeah they're lovey how about we talked about lamp shades but what if you've got one of those chandeliers that you know it's not it wasn't very expensive to start out with. Maybe it's silver. Maybe it's gold. Maybe it's whatever metal. Maybe it's oil rubbed bronze, something like that. But you you want it to be a different color. Spray paint it. Take it down and spray paint it. Um, and if you're worried about taking it down because uh, of the electricity and all that, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, then I, you could hire someone to come if it was reasonable enough. If you don't want to even take it down, you know, just get one of those little pots of paint and, you know, get on the ladder and just maybe do an hour or so at a time, but you could do it while it's still hung. Oh yeah. I, while you've got your spray paint in your hand, yeah, that stuff is good for so many things. Look around your room and see if there's something you're bored with. There's probably something that you could spray paint uh, or if it's furniture or something else, maybe something that you would use your paint brush on, but paint is such a great way to refresh so many things, decorative things. I've used paint on furniture, lamps. I've used it even on the fabric on chairs. There's so many things that you can paint. Trays that maybe have gotten a little dated looking. A lot of times a fresh coat of paint and they're good to go. So that's a great tool to have in your toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. And have it something super basic, but it gets me so excited. There's always the time for new towels. I just love to get all new towels. And then because we have dogs, I don't feel so bad because then they become dog towels or something like that. Or you can donate the towels to- I oh, did. Mm-hmm, to the Humane Societies or something? I, well, yeah. There's a dog shelter around the corner from me. Yeah. And I have taken loads of old towels there and they love them because they need towels constantly. Constantly. Yes. Yes. And yeah, ours even takes pillows and stuff for the littler dogs. They make uh, like dog beds out of them and stuff like that. So think about your those sorts of things, like your pillows. You know, is, does your neck hurt when you wake up in the morning? You know, maybe it's time to consider a new pillow. Are the towels looking a little bit like maybe they'd be better suited to wash the car than you know dry you off? So think all things like that. Like that's just such a fun thing. To, I mean, it, it sounds maybe kind of ridiculous, but I think you all get it. Just coming home from the store with like 
big bag full of new towels. I love that. Oh, <laughs> no, I did that recently. I got rid of all the tattered towels or the ones that were rough. The thing is, I'd rather have four nice towels than 20 icky ones. So yeah. you probably don't need as many towels as you had. And this is more of a take the old ones out, put them in the dog pile. Right. And then just keep those really nice ones to use. Right. So you might have to do laundry a little more often, but you're going to be so much happier. Right. And you'll have more space. Do you have any more fabulous ideas? Uh, I I think that's I think that's good. I mean, I have more, but I I'm I think I'm ready to move on to to some. You're going to withhold a few. You don't want to tell us? Well, I'm trying to think. I mean, I have hide cords. Oh, yeah. Hide cords. You know, make sure we have a whole episode on that. Yeah. Making sure your cords aren't showing. I think that'll give you a good refresh. And changing out those tea towels in your kitchen. How about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole towel department. That's good, too. Yeah. Are we ready for the DTT to find? We are all learning Mm -hmm. so much from this segment. (laughs) I'm having so much fun researching each term. And today's DTT defines is a Drury rug. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was interesting because I see that term used so many different ways. I shouldn't say so many different ways, but a couple of different ways. I thought it would be nice to kind of uh, talk about what a Drury rug actually is. So it is defined as a thick non-pile cotton rug from India was the definition I found for it online. Although They don't really have to be cotton. Uh, I think it really tends to be more of a natural fiber. So it's a type of rug native to India or its surrounding regions, Burma, Pakistan, or Afghanistan. It's a loom-woven rug made uh, using cotton or wool and uh, sometimes even silk. And it's always a flat weave design. So they tend to be very durable. And the interesting thing about a Drury rug is that if you pull it up on the backside, there's a pattern on the backside. So these a Drury rug is reversible. So if it's not reversible, it's not a Drury rug. But nowadays, so I mean, traditionally, a Drury rug has referred to these particular rugs from this region in the world. But now it seems that this term has really expanded to mean any flat woven rug made anywhere. Mm, I see what you mean. It's like flat facial tissue or Kleenex, like all of a sudden any flat woven rug is a jewelry rug kind of thing? Well, I think, right, exactly. Although I would say if it's not these, but these don't have backing on them. So if you pull over your rug and it doesn't have a pattern on the back, I'm going to say, this is Anita saying this. <laughs> That's not a jewelry rug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because that is one of the definitions. Just to be clear. This well, is now I mean, Anita people are defining it. it differently, but I'm some by some definitions to clarify like people are using jewelry rug just a little too casually right well, now I think now we know just a tad right just a yeah. tad just a but little I, too loose on the loom there. okay <laughs> but in general i think of it as being a flat woven rug and often the pattern is a geometric pattern but these days again it can be floral as well but that's kind of one of the newer styles so i mean that's something to keep in mind but i I love jewelry rugs. Almost all my rugs are flat woven rugs. What's your crush? My crush. Uh, this place is fantastic. Now, I know our listeners are from all over the place, all over the world, and all over the country. But if any of you find yourself in Sonoma County, California, for any reason, and you need to lay your head on a really lovely pillow, then mm. you should check into the MacArthur 
Place Hotel. It is beautiful. Honestly, if I was to own a hotel, this would be the hotel I'd want to own. Black and white farmhouse. Mm -hmm. The main house is from 1869. Then they built these smaller cottages that have maybe two or three rooms in them all around the property. It's a six-acre property. It's just so enchanting. You kind of, you can't see you know, the whole layout, you have to kind of wind your way through the paths and it's beautifully landscaped and there's art displays, you know, um, statues and things like that, modern art, statuary all over the place and a fantastic restaurant, Layla, that we ate in uh, out on the patio with the cafe lights overhead. It's definitely historic, we stayed in the main building, which is, you know, as I said, from 1869. The Burris family owned it. They came there and had 10 kids and a farm and a vineyard and raised uh, trotter horses and all of this. But the interiors are so of now, casual elegance, cashmere's great sheets, and just all the furniture was just so beautiful. You know, I, I, I'm sure... All of us, you know, when you go someplace, you're sort of taking it all in. Well, I couldn't stop. It was just like eye candy for wow. a design decor addict. Lovely. And you can walk right into Sonoma Square. So really beautifully located as well. We didn't stay very long, uh, just uh, like a day and a half, two nights. Um, but you could stay for a week. You could explore all over Sonoma and Napa Valley. You could drink yourself silly all day long, but <laughs> we did some hiking. We had, you know, save the wine for the evening, but it was beautiful. MacArthur Place, and I will put the link in the show notes. Wow, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it was really great. Really great. Mm. Well, I haven't done much traveling lately, so, but that sounds wonderful. And it's, it shows in my crushes. <laughs> <laughs> My crush is not going to surprise you because I am trying to help my daughter Evie set up her household in her own apartment for the first time. And so she's not aware of all these things that one needs in a house that are called tools. Oh, yes. Yes. So I said, you know, you really need a toolbox because I thought I'm not going to have to bring, I'm not bringing everything down every time she needs something and she needs to learn to do these things herself. Uh, so I, but I also know she likes everything pink. So I found a really cute set of pink tools in a pink and black bag on Amazon. It's an Amazon choice, less than $60, but it has a hammer, drill bits, screwdriver, pliers, a level, Allen wrenches, tape measure, and more stuff. But it's got pretty much, every, you know, the basics of what she's going to need. And uh, so I was very excited to have it and she's got it. So I'll get to use it when I go down there in a few days to uh, mount her, her TV arm, wall arm for her TV. Okay, mama. Now, shouldn't she be doing that on her own? She's got a toolkit, but you're well, going to come and use her toolkit. Okay. Well, I see where this is going. Now, well, <laughs> yes and no. However, now she's never done this. So right. I can't just cut her loose. Yeah. So what I told her is that I'm going to go down there. I'm going to walk her through it, but she's actually going to, well, that's true. She's going to be doing it, but I'm going to be there. And maybe I do the first screw, mm -hmm. but she's, I'm going to have her do it so that she can do it next time without me. And to me, that's the whole point of all this is teaching her how to do all this stuff herself. Cause I, it's too far to drive every time she needs some little something done. Yeah. Oh, good. That's so great. 
It's, yeah, she'll like that. It'll be fun. And your dad taught you to do that sort of stuff, right? Now you teach your daughter. Way to go. Oh, boy. Yeah. I learned. Ugh. Yeah. Too much. I, know, I, well, too I much. did a lot. I did. I did. A, <laughs> I was the, yes, I was the, what, the helper on yeah. pretty much every job he had. And it was, uh, yeah. And no protective eyewear when there's the drill and the, you know, the, <laughs> the wood saw, you know, there was, there was no protective gear. Just squint, Nina Jean. It'll be fine. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.